1: Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes
0: wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And Lovecraftian slash very weeby tentacles come and pearl me into the deep. I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. Funny you should mention tentacles, Remington. Oh, no, wait, no. <laughs> Excuse me. Redact that! Reject it! Reverse!
1: Reverse! Oh, you can't do it now! You've mentioned Tentacles in an anime podcast. That's all that we're on a set track. We have to go down this road now. (laughs) Twas but a silly joke, Sean. Ah, our whole show is a silly joke. (laughs) But silly jokes aside, Remington, uh, today we've got something very special for a show, something that we've genuinely never done before and probably never expected to have happen for us.
0: Yeah, uh, this one is one of the few that I know a little bit about what's coming, uh, but possibly like one of the only episodes that I sort of but not really know what's coming.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because uh, today we got asked to do a pre-screening review of a movie that's coming out later this
0: month. Yeah, which is super exciting and i just want to let everyone know we were not we were asked to review this but we were not paid in any way to review this they gave us an access link but we are still completely going to give our 100% true and accurate and honest thoughts that being said it's still good to be fully transparent about this yes we
1: wouldn't want to deceive you in any way uh so so thank you to the folks at uh Tricoast and Dark Coast uh for le- giving us the opportunity to review this and give our thoughts and opinions on it. Uh, so today, Remington, the movie that we're going to be uh, discussing is a very strange but very interesting movie called
0: Violence Voyager. Alright, so I, I said that I knew a little bit about what's coming, so let me tell the listeners everything that I know about Violence Voyager so far. I know its title, I know that it's really weird, though I have no idea why, and I also know that apparently it's a, it's a horror it is which i maintain that we've yet to do proper horror so maybe this is the first proper horror we're doing
1: i don't know remington you've been pretty horrified in the past
0: yeah yeah but that that's like on an existential level that's i less less spooky scary and more oh dear god why and to be fair
1: existential horror is some of the best horror
0: i mean you're you're not wrong uh but oof So that's everything I know. Sean's been doing the research. He knows much more about whatever we're getting into. All I know is it's weird, and I'm very interested to see why slash how it is weird.
1: Well, the thing that makes this
0: super weird
1: as a whole, Remington, is the format they used uh, to make this film. Uh,
0: They used a style they call Gekimation. Gekimation, but of course, my my favorite animation style. And the weird thing is, is I'm not certain... We can call it animation. Uh, but it has mation in the name, Sean. That is true. <laughs> and there are drawings and there are uh, pictures and whatnot. Is, is it like, like stop motion animation? Nope. Is, is it like CG animation? Nope. I'm out of animations. Yeah, you are, which is
1: why I say it's kind of hard to call it animation. But at the same time, it kind of is. All right. Uh, allow me to explain. Uh, what this Gekimation thing is, is a style of story storytelling using paper cutouts
0: okay so we're getting a sort of paper craft
1: deal exactly this entire film is made using drawings on pieces of paper uh shot in real time with movement oh so like actual drawings actual drawings And wait
0: so is it so not like stop motion where it's a bunch of pictures but like with their actual drawings with actual movement Actual drawings with actual movement.
1: Okay. Like you won't see any of like the guiding hands on screen. Yeah, of course. But they do just point a camera at the scene they want to make and move the paper cutouts in that fashion.
0: That sounds very complicated to to do and to do well and to do for an entire movie.
1: Yeah, it's very strange. Uh, This is the first time they've ever gone for a full length feature film. The whole thing is about uh, 80 to 90 minutes long. Okay. And that's the style of the movie throughout the entire thing. Okay. Uh, There are a couple of advantages and disadvantages to this. Uh, Advantages are pretty obvious in the terms of drawing. You can literally put whatever images you want in in the picture, in the scene, as well as you have complete control of time of when you'd record it, how it's recorded, the setting, all of that really complicated stuff that takes a lot of money and outside influences. Uh, You can just kind of record in literally a single room, Uh, as well as they actually use a lot of fluid dynamics as well. Oh, okay. So not only are we getting these strange uh, paper dolls uh, telling a story with voiceover, of course, uh, we also get some strange liquid effects and very uh, creative uses of the real-time environment. Because I don't know if you've ever done anything animation-wise, Remington, but one of the hardest things to animate is liquids. Uh, Yeah, oh yeah. So they use the advantage of recording in real time to get away with uh, this um, the use of actual liquids for all their shots. There's shots of kids using water guns. There's shots of blood and viscera. <laughs>
0: Alright, so there's like water guns, blood and viscera with these paper dolls. Yes. Okay, this is, so it's it's a just a real weird mix of different mediums to create this very unique animation style.
1: Yes, and quite frankly, it's an experience to say the least. Oh boy, oh boy. Whether, I, whether I'm a, always spooked when you say, say things like that. Whether or not. Not you like uh, the story they're telling, I feel it's worth sitting down and watching this just to say that you did.
0: <laughs> and, and you aren't just saying that, right? Sean? See, Sean, for anybody who's listening, he's the real corporate stooge. Uh you can't trust the thing he's saying uh-huh. right now. Yep. He's he's just speaking for the suits to make sure it's all all in order. I'll be the one to give you the real and honest facts, which hopefully are good. <laughs> I'll be the one to burn
1: bridges if it's at all possible. Of course, we'll save all of our opinions till after we've watched the show together. I guess. Uh, but,
0: well, yeah. but for me personally- can I, can I throw in a very strong opinion before I've seen anything, Sean? Okay, I, sure. I, I think, I think the, the twist halfway through was ambition. I liked the idea, but I, I didn't fully like the execution.
1: You could literally say that about any movie and nobody would complain oh how'd you feel about the sixth sense Eh, well the the idea in
0: the middle was really good but the twist mm, not the best <laughs> all right so uh so it has a very unique style Gekimation. yes but what is violence Voyager about well Remington
1: <laughs> violence Voyager which by the way that's also the Japanese title as well uh violence Voyager oh uh, so okay. it's a it's an English title and a Japanese um, produced thing okay uh and what it's about is it's basically your old school B-horror movie style vibes ooh okay I'm digging it Uh, I'll tell you one thing that will sell you on watching this at all Uh, it's primarily about child murder
0: oh man I'm in (laughs) they know
1: (laughs) maybe maybe these lovely people have listened to our show and thought hey this guy likes child murder guess what our show's about Uh, this is our way in (laughs) yeah uh, and the version we are watching is actually the dubbed version as well.
0: Oh, okay. G- good, old, good old dub. Yeah, because if, if I'm correct, one of the very few other things that I know, where the technically Violence Voyager came out before in Japanese sometime last year, but it is just now coming out in the dubbed version, so us in the West can enjoy it
1: properly. Essentially, yes. Uh, it is actually going to be available on just about every streaming platform you could hope for, uh, Amazon, DirecTV... Flixfling. I've never heard of Flixfling, but apparently <laughs> Good old that. Flixfling! Uh, Vimeo On Demand, Voodoo, Vandango and AT&T. Apparently they have a streaming service as well. Oh, but of course. Who and, and
0: and when And when is it uh, That'll be on course? October 21st. Alright, cool. Well, we, we will be here to inform you whether you should be excited for October 21st or whether it's just a bit meh. Hopefully you should be excited. I, I, think,
1: I don't know yet. <laughs> I think it's worth the experience, Remington. It, <laughs> it's very strange and surreal
0: in a lot of ways. Uh, So far, I, I'm a excited because it seems like something I would be interested in, being weird, unique, different, horror, child murder. It's got a lot of recipes for success, but so have many other things we've seen which haven't used those recipes and those ingredients as well as they could have. That is so I'm trying not to get too excited, but it does seem like something I should enjoy. I would hope so, Remington, because
1: honestly, it's weird enough that I think the weirdness alone will really satisfy your desires for a uh, strange child murder scenarios. <laughs> but as a whole, it's very creative with its use of this uh, paper cutout style. Okay. Uh, to the point where there's some very disturbing images uh, mixed in with some very surreal images and like some very interesting character design choices, I will
0: say. Speaking of characters, we still haven't gotten to what it is. Is it, We have a violence voyager. Is, does that mean there's like a spaceship that really hates children?
1: Uh, You're not far off in the second part. Oh, beautiful. Uh, Nailed it. It's not Star Trek, uh, unfortunately. (laughs) Uh, Child murder Star Trek is really what I was hoping for there. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It it wouldn't be too far off, but (laughs) less aliens think more homegrown mad science. Okay. Okay. Uh, So, the way this story goes is there are two kids and a cat.
0: Okay, good uh, start. uh,
1: Who are a little frustrated uh, at the end of the school year. Summer vacation is about to finish. Ah, yep, yep. Uh, And they want to go into the woods to make a secret Bla- a blaze, a secret blaze, if you will, uh, 420 blaze it, uh, <laughs> They go into the woods wanting to make a secret base and find a cool place to play and hang out, and they had an idea of where they could do so. So they packed up some bags and went on a grand journey into the woods, taking the cat with them, because why wouldn't you take yeah, the cat with you? It's an adventure cat. Uh, when they stumble upon a rather
0: run-down uh, amusement park. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm, I'm digging it. So now, now it turns into just even more horrifying and weird. Basically, I'm imagining Spirited Away mixed with Akira mixed with weird paper craft. that's actually a very apt description <laughs> i nailed it <laughs> like that's probably the most apt free
1: description you've ever given Mostly because one of the things is literally paper craft and the other thing is like, oh, this is kind of similar to the abandoned amusement park and spirited away, isn't it? Yeah, no, it's very similar. minded with the, just the proper horror of Akira yeah, yeah. and then you're set. Yeah, and of course, being two lively kids who, uh, I forget their exact ages, but they're, they appear to be uh, end of elementary school age. Okay. Uh, our two main kids uh, is a foreign exchange student, Bobby. Uh, <laughs> uh, his name is Robert, but everyone calls him Bobby.
0: Oh, uh, so... so- so he's a foreign exchange student from uh, America, I take it, or, yes, or yes. some Western Yes, English.
1: America, America. He's from America, and his f- uh, family has moved overseas. Uh, he's half Japanese, from what I can tell. Okay, understand. okay. Uh, and he lives in Japan with his uh, mother and father, yeah. and uh, he's a, kind of a bit of an outcast. And his only other friend is um, Akun. Ak- okay, Akun. Akkun. Akun. Akun. Yes, like Aku, but with more of an N at the end. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you for what a great pronunciation guide.
1: <laughs> hey, that's what I'm here for. I'm the smart one, remember? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I,
0: I, I have to tell myself
1: that or otherwise I feel really bad about everything I do on this show. <laughs> All right, so so Akun and Bobby. Yes. Bobby. Uh, they go into the mountains outside their village and look for their secret base, uh, blah, blah, blah. Come across this amusement park, which is called Violence Voyager.
0: Oh! Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, I dig it.
1: Yeah, and it's kind of this like almost uh, robotic-themed uh, amusement park, and out comes a man uh, dressed in the facilities uniform and is like, hello, kids. How you guys doing? You guys want to come into the amusement park? I- I'm really liking where this is going. <laughs> and I will say right now, this is a creepy dude. Oh, perfect. Uh, he's like, yeah, no, I built everything here myself. Uh, I actually have a second job in order to pay for it, and unfortunately, people just don't get out here very much.
0: It's apparently, <laughs> apparently, building an amusement park in the middle of a uh, middle of nowhere forest—it's not very financially profitable. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I, we learned that mistake ourselves, Sean. It is yeah. true. It is true. Spirited Away—all our fault.
0: <laughs> the, the good old—we uh, we, we thought, oh, we'll make a Disneyland, but but may, but the Weeby Kingdom out in the middle of nowhere—it just didn't work.
1: Mm-hmm. And then some magic happened. Uh, Ghibli got. Uh, wished into existence, yeah. and here we are. Yep, that that's how it goes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't add us, please. <laughs>
0: All right, so so they they follow the, the creepy man into the, the creepy amusement well, park. Well, there's some conflict here, right? Oh, oh. Uh, because in order to get in, it is 200 yen. Okay, that's $2
1: about? About a buck 50. Okay, so. about a buck 50. Not too bad. Something you could expect kids to have. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and I think adult tickets were like 800. So. Th- that's a good price. That's a very good price for a
0: fun little amusement park. I'll go to almost any amusement park for a buck 50. That is... <laughs> 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 if you... If if, if you offer me a ticket to an amusement park for a buck 50 i'm there oh, but if it's free that's when you got start getting suspicious i mean yeah cuz at least at least for one of them i'm i'm contributing something but if if you're like oh yeah, just come on in for free. Pro- probably a bad amusement park.
1: Mm, That is true, but also you would probably be definitely murdered.
0: <laughs> you would be- Whereas wh- if I pay 150 as we'll see in Violence Voyage, you're totally fine. Nothing bad happens. And uh of course, they
1: don't actually have the money and the guy, who seems to be a fairly kind guy, yeah. despite his creepiness, is like- <sighs> Well, I already put on my uniform.
0: (laughs) I already got ready for the day.
1: Yeah. Tell you what, just this once, uh, you guys can come in for free. Oh, no, wait, that's the problematic price. <laughs> you could say that. But uh, just be sure to come back later and pay uh, when you do come back. Bring oh. some friends as well.
0: Oh, wait, so
1: Sean. Yes. Do they not pay? They do not pay. Oh, bad kids right there. Bad naughty boys. Or maybe it's just a kind old man who wanted to make some kids happy. He built an
0: entire amusement park just for children. I don't know, man. I saw holes and I saw the repercussions of making a deal and not falling through. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've talked to you about so many classic films, and your poll is holes. Yeah, that, that's that's uh, that's the thing I compare all anime to. Frank. So <laughs> the hit. <laughs> oh God, the hit film holes that was nowhere near Stanley as good as the. Stanley is my waifu. <laughs> I prefer Stanley Yelnats, actually.
0: <laughs> oh, yes. He has
1: much better choice. Uh, that's a reference if anybody has ever actually seen the movie. Uh, Dating ourselves yet again. Yeah, seriously. Uh, and they go in, and it turns out it's actually kind of like a water gun uh, shooting spree amusement park. Oh, heck yeah. With Molly. pop-up robot uh, cutouts uh, that uh, react to being shot with waters, cool laser ah, sound you're, effects. You're like when
0: short-circuiting you, them. Yeah, and... yeah,
1: yeah. Cool laser sound effects every time you shoot the water guns, and it's a whole forest exploration show shooting these robots, and it looks genuinely really fun. I dig it. Okay, cool. Yeah, and things seem to be going great until they find a girl passed out in the woods.
0: Uh, yeah, that that is often when things go around. Yeah, apparently. Everything is fun and dandy shooting robots until you find an unconscious girl. Yeah, it
1: happens to me so regularly.
0: <laughs> it, it's rare, Sean, that we'll be having a great time, and I think like the past four times, we have just been ruined with our good time by seeing an unconscious girl. It's ridiculous.
1: The real problem is when they fall from the sky. It's just so common. That's an anime trope we actually haven't dealt with much, but it is very common. Oh, boy. Oh, okay. The otherworldly waifu, as it were. Oh, no. Uh, no otherworldly waifus in here. Well, there could be. It depends on your taste. But if you have that kind of taste, well, maybe this is the film for you. Okay, uh, so I, I imagine they try and help the girl. Yes, of course. They're like, hey, what's going on? I need some water. Please give
0: me some water. It gave.
1: Hey, we've got water guns. There and then they,
0: they, they just shoot her. Yes. But it turns out it was actually a real gun the whole time. <laughs> Roll credits. <laughs> Beautiful. Turns out she was a robot and the water killed her too.
1: Yeah, it's actually just an 80-minute adventure of them shooting robots <laughs> I, with
0: water guns. I would genuinely be fine if a movie was just like a really fun time at an amusement park for the entire 90
1: minutes. Hey, I've got some uh, videos from my childhood for you that I like. <laughs> But uh, they're not as entertaining as you'd think. I was a very awkward kid. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm a, as if you're not a very awkward adult, Sean. Then, hey. <laughs> I was being specific for a reason, dang it. <laughs> I want to give some people the benefit of the doubt. Uh, so maybe one day I'll find happiness.
0: <laughs> uh, All right. So they, they give her water. They
1: give her water. She says that she's been lost in the forest for three days. She oh. came with her boyfriend, which threw me off a little bit because I you can't you have a hard time telling the ages of some of these characters, and I don't know if they're a teacher teenagers or not.
0: Okay, fair it, enough. So
1: it could be like a cutesy like kid, oh, this is my boyfriend type of thing. You know, Or like it could do... be a
0: proper, like, this is my boyfriend.
1: Yeah, exactly, like we don't know. Uh, and she's freaked out, blah, 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 blah. Uh, so this leads to that, and next thing you know, they're kidnapped.
0: Oh, but of course!
1: And I can't really tell you much more than that, because again, it's pretty short film overall, and all the real horror stuff happens after that, after they find this girl, and after they get captured.
0: Fair enough, right now now, it genuinely seems like something I should like. It has a lot of interesting elements. I am genuinely optimistic, uh, but no matter what, I'm going to end up being honest. Hopefully by the end, the, the great, lovely folks at TriCoast Studios can listen to this and think, yeah, we made a great choice having them review our, our delightful show. Uh, but there still lies the possibility that they, they will listen and they'll be like, they are never reviewing. Viewing another one of our shows again. It's very
1: possible. I hope they realize we are a comedy show. <laughs> uh, and it says Tri Coast, but they also go by Dark Coast, and I believe that's the logo on the uh, American side of things.
0: Ah, okay, okay.
1: I said both at the beginning because I wasn't certain what they'd prefer,
0: but I think They're dark, definitely
1: Coast. They're
0: coasting they're, for sure. They're definitely three Dark Coasts, because try. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> could say i'm not as dumb as you though <laughs> all right so is there anything else that we need to go over before jumping right in there sean Honest- we got the interesting art style we got the basics of the story
1: honestly man it's a trip and a half and i'm curious to see what you think of it because quite frankly i'm not entirely certain how i feel about Ooh, it okay okay uh but without further ado man let's go watch some violence voyager
0: his name is robert houston he came with his parents from america
1: Bobby, you're late! I'm sorry. So, shall we go? Something's there! Bobby, what's that? The Hands-On Amusement Park. Violence Voyager. That's it, just like the sign said. Welcome to Violence Voyager. What is this place? It looks really run down. Let's go home. Welcome. Sorry about the wait. I'm always here, waiting for children to come and play. But firstly,
0: you must learn the rules.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after watching the very strange but very interesting film, *Violence Voyager. And Remington, I gave you what I promised.
0: <laughs> yeah, you, you are correct. Uh, oh, oh boy. Kind of a strange experience, wouldn't you say, Rem? I, I think this is, bar none, the weirdest thing we have covered on this show. Which is a bit
1: weird considering we technically, I mean, it barely qualifies as anime. He,
0: yeah, yeah, it, it's definitely like towards towards the outer reaches. Uh, it, it's very interesting, very fascinating, so weird.
1: Like, I watched this film twice, Remington, before <laughs> I felt comfortable showing it to you because well
0: comfortable is the wrong word let's say oh, yeah L- let me say right now this this movie you will not be comfortable watching it at any stage no it
1: has a very strange uncanny valley feel to it which I think was the point oh but... no
0: yeah it seems very very deliberate like they they seemed to know exactly what they were doing it felt like weird be horror movie retro surreal strange it, it was a whole lot.
1: It was a lot to consume in a mere hour and a half, wouldn't you say, Rem?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, the real question is: is how do you feel after the fact?
0: Oh, you know what? Overall, I I think I view it quite favorably. Really? Like it's it's far from perfect. I think there are some some definite flaws, which we'll get into. However, overall, I'd say that it's very worthwhile just because of how unique and interesting it happens to be. That is exactly
1: how I felt coming out of it. If this was
0: just like a normal animation
1: or a normal movie, I'm not sure it would have been anywhere near as interesting as it was in this very unique and creative style.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of the elements that it has are okay to good, but then there are other elements that it has where it is so one of a kind or so fantastically done that it would would be difficult to say that it should just be ignored. Like, let me say right now, for example, I, I found the story to be pretty decent overall. I I thought the story was good. However, I I wouldn't be uh, singing its praises wildly per se. I mean, it's kind of a classic B-horror movie type scenario, just with a
1: lot of new twists added in.
0: Yeah, and like, I think it handles it well. It handles it fine. I think that there's some minor pacing issues, especially towards the end, but overall, it still makes up for that. Another example that I think that it didn't do tremendous, but I actually end up finding more in. Dearing the not by the end. So we were we were watching the dub, right? Yep. The, the new dub that, that's coming out. And at first, I, I wasn't sure how I felt about the voice acting because it had so much character, but there also seemed to be a, a little bit lack of polish in quite a few moments.
1: It had a very 90s anime dub
0: feel to yeah, it. Yeah, yes, very much. Uh, but that sort of lends itself, one, to the n- nostalgia of it all, and two, it lends itself quite nicely to, to its charm. It's, it feels very, very human. And, and with the voice acting, they they definitely nail the characters with it. You can strongly get a feel for the characters. Even if the line
1: delivery seems a bit uh, lip flappy, which is a very strange. <laughs> uh, do you know what I mean when I say lip flaps? To- I, I
0: think I get what you're saying.
1: Yeah, when you redub animation, a lot of the times your acting and ability is limited because you have to kind of match the the animation that's already on screen yeah and that's why a lot of really early dubs have that very i'm gonna be the very best with a bit of a weird cadence and i'm gonna catch all the pokemon yeah. type of thing and it definitely had that vibe which was interesting to feel when it had no lip flaps to match
0: yeah yeah because with with the animation obviously due to the, the style that it was done in it it's not going to have fluid changes in like their faces and stuff like that, But even with that, it worked within it. I think it's going to take you a good, like, 10 minutes to get used to whatever you're seeing, right? You're not going, unless you're very familiar with, with Gekimation, you, it's going to take you a minute to, to find your rhythm there. But once you do, it actually really works well. Like, surprisingly well, Yeah,
1: you ha- you'd have to say. Because the idea of just taking a bunch of drawings and moving them in front of a live speed camera camera is a very strange idea, but isn't that kind of just the basis of animation as a whole?
0: Yeah, and and overall this style, it's like the world's most effed up children's book style is how I I kept thinking back on it, because it's so lovingly crafted in all of the drawings and illustrations And the child murder And the child murder, there's quite a bit of child murder here, which as I've mentioned before on the podcast, child murder is, is one of the things I enjoy in my storytelling, it shows that you're willing to push the line. And oh boy, Violence Voyager, not afraid to push those lines. There were multiple moments that were just so filled with intensity. It was, oh boy.
1: Like there were times where I thought to myself, you know, if like 10 year old Sean saw this, he would have nightmares.
0: Oh yeah, like 100%. And likewise, I've mentioned before, we haven't really faced uh, a proper horror anime. We faced anime with horror Horror themes, but not really a true proper horror anime. And *Violence Voyager* I think qualifies as the first true horror anime because, oh dear God, it is easily the most horrifying and intense thing that we have done. It's so raw and visceral, and it, it and knows goopy. How to, oh, very goopy, very goopy. In the first half, we briefly touched on you, you mentioned the, the the water physics because they use. Actual water, and, and it's so uncomfortable that they do that. It's such a strong, creative decision that I love and also, oh dear God, it gets under my skin. I purposely left
1: out that it wasn't just water they used as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, They d- don't worry, there, there's plenty of other liquids of plenty of other viscosities for all of you out there. Each more uncomfortable than the last. Yeah, yeah, oh boy. It was, it's a very clever use
1: of a medium, and I had to say, I thought it was was fascinating and also made me want to puke just a little bit.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely, uh, I definitely agree with that. Yeah. So overall, Remington very
1: strange and entertaining show in a weird way.
0: Yeah, I, I don't want to spoil too much of it in this, especially because it's not out yet. It's not out yet, and so I, I unlike many, uh, where we're just like, oh, here's a spoiler warning. I, I don't want to want to do that to them, especially because there's some there's some interest. <laughs> (laughs) turnabouts in in this one. And not Uh, not the typical ones you would expect, even for a B-horror movie. Yeah, no, I I wrote down a few predictions, and most of them I was wrong about, which is not a thing that usually happens. Most of the time I'm complaining about how predictable anime is, and I'm like, yep, call it that. There there were quite a few moments that I can guarantee you will not predict.
1: I think I can tell what the first one you could
0: not predict was. (laughs) Uh, Which one with that be shot? It, it involves the bathroom scene. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, and you know that that one uh, that one I think we can touch on a little bit. Oh yes, the first real scare <laughs> of the film. Yeah. So uh, we we have our our two main characters, uh, Bobby and and Akun. A- Akun Uh Bobby and Akun, and they're going to visit their their third friend, I believe, right? Um, and on their way, they well, they, they're they were trying to find a cool secret base. Oh to play yeah, they in were the trying woods. to they were trying to find their cool secret base. That's what they were doing. Uh. They they talked about their, their third friend on the way. Yeah. Um, they're, they're trying to find a cool base. And along the way, they they talk about uh, Old Man Lucky Monkey. Which is a direct translation, <laughs> by the way. Because, <laughs> you know, we all know an Old Man Lucky Monkey living out in the woods. Uh, I'm only familiar with Old Man Fat Pig. <laughs> And, and so uh, at one point, they're like, oh, well, I think it's it's uh, Bobby who's like, oh, we can go talk to old man Lucky Monkey. And Akun is like, nah, we really shouldn't. And Bobby's like, well, I really need to go to the bathroom. And Akun's like, fortunately, there's like an outhouse porta potty right over there. <laughs> You know,
1: as uh, all strange wooded locations have. Just in I mean, case, yeah. Because God forbid you actually go and shit in the woods like a you know an animal.
0: <laughs> yeah, and so Bobby goes into the porta potty, uh, and, and you get like a nice little uncomfortable trying to poop scene. <laughs> Which, to be fair, Remington, that's every morning for me. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it, it's very human. Uh, and then some stuff is leaking from the ceiling. Which some... is
1: our first real liquid effects we get in the movie. That yeah. really goes to show how disturbing just these 3D drool droplets on top of these paper cutouts can really it be. It stands
0: in such contrast. And you get this just white viscous goo falling down. You look up and it's a chimpanzee in the port potty But the scariest fucking chimpanzee I have ever seen. <laughs> and and so it chases him. And I mean, it makes sense that old man Lucky Monkey would own a monkey. I mean, it's sort of in the name. I mean, if you were expected to own a pet, that'd be the one to be. Although, uh, not to spoil anything too much, not a wildly lucky monkey. No. <laughs> that monkey... No. Eh, there have been luckier monkeys. It, it, he's a smart monkey. Very smart very monkey. Very smart monkey. Not a very lucky monkey. Yeah, and technically
1: not a monkey because it's a chimpanzee. But <laughs> we won't get into that. I'm just saying it so that we don't get tweets. <laughs> we know the difference. Trust us.
0: But yeah, so it was such a, a weird, unique, different thing that so well captured a, a bunch of interesting themes. I, I think if, if it seems like it's down your alley, then you should definitely watch it. That being said, it's not going to be for everyone. No chance is it going to be for everyone. It may not be for most people, frankly. Yeah, because Remington, as we all
1: know, you have weird fucking taste.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If, if, You tend to agree with me, then maybe this is down your alley. But if you like just more safe media that's nice, fun, relaxed, happy, uh, then this might not be your jam because it's definitely weird and dark and experimental and visceral and very unhappy. Yeah, very unhappy. Like, there's oh boy. um, I mean, there's some happy scenes mixed
1: in, but then they're quickly thrown under the bus by weird, uncomfortable water physics.
0: Yeah, like the the closest comparison I could maybe make to anything that we've done so far would be Akira. Yep, Akira yep. would be the easiest parallel. Like Akira mixed a little bit with Spirited Away, which I think I said in part one, and I nailed it. <laughs> yeah, you were spot on with that. Like uh, Akira mixed with Spirited Away, and then make it like a little more Indian raw, and there you go. You're set. You know what to expect now.
1: Uh, Indian Raw was my favorite 90s grunge group. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, like, it's definitely a very niche culture f- style film that, my God, a lot of people will be put off on.
0: Oh yeah, lots of people are going to be put off, but th- this to me, after seeing it, I think that it it exists as like a cult classic already, like a modern day cult classic, because if, if enough people see it, there is going to be a strong fan base for it like people who adore this movie. I don't know if I would necessarily uh, be in the cult of the cult classic, but it, it's definitely a cult classic style movie without a doubt.
1: You know what classic horror film it heavily reminded me of, Rem? What one? That'd be John Carpenter's The Thing. Oh, th- I can definitely see that. There's lots of uh, lots of stuff there. Lots of viscera and body horror that just kind of makes you feel unsettled while you're watching it. And you mentioned Akira because that Akira is kind of the basis for a lot of Jack. Uh, Japanese anime horror style stuff because Akira
0: has some it's up stuff in it. Yeah, and similarly with Akira, here with Violence Voyager, you're gonna get quite a bit of body horror. Uh, a lot of it done very casually, which I appreciated. Uh, a lot of it was was brought attention to, but another other elements of it were, were just casually in the background, and they just let it be horrifying without bringing too much attention to it. My favorite part of any of the body horror
1: is, uh, slight spoiler alert, there are acid-based, uh, incidents in this movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And nothing is quite as shocking as seeing a character get doused with a very thick, viscous liquid, and then a second later, you see them completely disfigured and horribly maimed.
0: Yeah, and in horrible ways, and they they establish relatively early on that they, they're willing to to make bold moves. They're not going to play it safe, they're not going to protect the the characters you get introduced to, uh, in in fact, early on, you can immediately see the main characters are in sincere trouble and they show plot armor. Not really much of a thing in this. It's more like plot, you know,
1: underwear, let's say. Hey,
0: hey. yeah, yeah. Good old plot underwear. Where... Which is most anime come to think of hey, it. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, where, yeah, I mean, sort of protection, but not... Not really. much. We still have to play by horror rules, after all. Oh yeah. Oh, and it it does that well. Like some characters you'll be introduced to, and you'll be able to be like, oh, fantastic, they're going along for the ride. Others you'll be introduced to, and you'll be like, great, this fantastic. I look forward to this. This seems like a great foundation for a character. Okay, goodbye. Yeah, basically. <laughs>
1: in a very, uh, fuck you kind of style. Uh, almost Game of Thrones-esque, except they actually seem to have cared a little bit about their characters, uh, near the end.
0: Yeah, that being said, there were also, like, moments of unintentional slash maybe still self-aware comedy there. I
1: think it's self-aware to, uh, <laughs> quite a big extent.
0: Yeah, the, the two things that mostly came up with this. First, the sound design, which so often is, like, gritty, surreal, weird. But then sometimes, like the cat, when the cat, uh, Derek, good old Derek, w- when he pops up and there are like some chime sounds. Thring yeah, it's just like a nice little trill that just doesn't feel like it fits at all, but is wildly amusing. Or And it has m- similar moments like that with the sound design where it's like, oh, that's the sound? And it sort of helps with that Uncanny Valley vibe, uh, and definitely helps with the cult classic feel. But it, it definitely ended up being inadvertently hilarious, even though they might know exactly what they're doing.
1: It's a weird mixture of custom sounds with some very stock sounds.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like,
1: anytime a water gun gets fired there's a (laughs) laser sound effect which I think I
0: mentioned and it's the very classic pew Pew, pew. Which is very satisfying and very amusing. Like, with things like the sound effects, I would sort of compare it to, like, if you decided to build a cardboard castle in your basement, right? And so you're not using these prime materials. Uh, like, uh, very often, it definitely seemed they were using blatant stock sound effects, but they're using them very well-craftedly, right? They're using them deliberately. If you had never heard those sound effects before, you wouldn't have noticed. <laughs> yeah, uh, but you almost certainly Yeah, the the only thing they were missing was a Wilhelm scream. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The second thing of unintentional comedy that this one, they're definitely aware of, uh, the facial expressions. So often, the facial expressions just got me. Because they're so weird, and they're just so... Uncanny? Uncanny, and occasionally derpy and doofy.
1: Oh boy. I mean, that'll happen when you draw several thousands pictures of any character, but at the same time, there are so many. It almost feels like that's the main intention.
0: Yeah, like the the character design, I think, is just very strong and weird and good. Uh, along with that, I think just the characters themselves. I was pleasantly surprised with how they were actually pretty interesting. The characters all had solid motivation, solid characters inbuilt within them, and I I do think that their voice actors, while occasionally having like as you said, uh, the lip flapping syndrome. Uh, along with occasionally hamming it up, they did help sell what those characters were all about.
1: And I mean, they were playing kids and let's be real, kids do talk like that. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yep. O- overall, it was it was without a doubt a one-of-a-kind experience. I don't think I've ever seen anything of that sort and it, it's not perfect. I would say that it, if you, it, I, I would not say that this is a bad horror movie, but if you tend to like bad horror movies, then you will also like this if that makes sense. Because it is campy. It is weird. It's over the top and under the top in all the right ways. Yeah, and so it it wouldn't be as bad as many bad horror movies. Uh, In fact, I I think it's good. I think I give it a thumbs up. But if that tends to be the thing you like, come right here. You'll love it. Basically, if you like horror films at
1: at all and you're a big horror geek like me and Remington, then give it a watch.
0: Yeah, give it a shot when, when it comes out with the dub uh, or if you're more of a subs person you can go seek that out uh as well though we we did not experience that so we're clueless yeah as far as we know the dub is pretty good Just yeah minor complaints yeah i i was i was pleased with it uh i i think overall very worthwhile if it seems like something you're down for definitely check it out uh oh boy uh or in other words uh sean and i we've officially become corporate shills yes absolutely uh- <laughs> Uh, Being we, paid a whole zero dollars for, yeah, for this review. Yeah,
1: they offered <laughs> the biggest amount of air that we could have, <laughs> And we know that's going to be a hot commodity in the future.
0: <laughs> uh, and so if if you want to see whether or not we're actually corporate shills, go watch it or just deny it. It's up to you guys. Uh, yeah. We'll never pressure you into anything. We have no say in the matter. We, d- we don't have a stake in the race. Unless we get paid to do something, then we'll pressure you. Oh, yeah, no. Like If anybody's out there who actually wants to pay us to review stuff, we're down. We're right That with 10 out of 10. Yeah. Miracle. Amazing. Well, yeah. We have no
1: shame. <laughs> but in all honesty, guys, this is a very delightfully strange experience. And when it comes out uh, October 21st on all kinds of digital streaming platforms, including Amazon, DirecTV, FlixFling, Vimeo, On Demand, Vudu, Vandango, and AT&T, which I'm still amazed has a streaming service. <laughs>
0: I, I'm not sure what's weirder, the movie or AT&T having a streaming service. Well, either way, you guys
1: should all go give it a watch, see what you think. If you like it, let us know. If not, well, you don't have to let us know, but I'm sure you will anyways. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. We, we always love hearing your guys' opinions. Good or bad. Uh, But yeah, Remington, uh, I guess all I have to ask is, would you ever
0: want to go watch this again with me? I mean, I will definitely need time to process first, but I could definitely see myself going and watching watching more Violence Voyager well thank
1: you very much and thank you once again to Dark Coast Productions
0: Uh, if
1: you all enjoyed listening to our mad ramblings on horror gore and kitty cats then please leave a review on whatever platform you listen on whether that be Apple Podcasts Podbean Stitcher Spotify or if you really want to help us grow word of mouth is the best way to do it
0: and if you would like to contact us directly whether it is for a comment question feedback or recommendation you can either tweet us at animecom. Pod at Twitter, or you can send an email over onto animeoutofcontext at gmail.com. Once again, guys, thank you so much
1: for tuning in, and as always, don't fuck your sister.